This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I don't know about you, but these days I, I find it a little hard to be my normal positive self. I think I generally consider myself to be positive. Not that I don't have my moods, because I do, but I would say when it really gets down to it, I generally have a positive outlook. Quite frankly, I'm going to say since the last election, 2020, I haven't felt that way. You know, it's really amazing to me as I've watched in this uh, short period of time what has happened to this country. This was the phase, I think, that they had planned four years prior. This was the trajectory that we are on. I don't know if there's going to be enough fight to push back on it. But anyway, I don't I don't like to be negative. I look at what's going on. I say, you know, where is the positive in this? How's this end exactly? The debt, the border, the wars, all of it. The race, the transgender kids. Where are we going with all this, I wonder? I don't see any any real cause for optimism in any of that. And not that there's no causes for optimism anywhere, because there truly are many, many uh, to speak of. Um, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. But the reason I bring all this up, not to uh, you know enlighten you on my little mental gymnastics and mood swings that I go through, but to make a bigger point, um, I think, and I don't think I'm alone in this, and that is that I'm just kind of done with the politics. I haven't watched any of the Republican debates or any debates. Democrats aren't debating. The Democrats are probably just sitting back and laughing. Like, look at these idiots fighting with themselves in, instead of just endorsing Trump. Nobody wants to sit around and watch these debates anymore. How, how could you? How do you sit around and watch this fake nonsense? Talking about everything except what does need to be talked about. For the few people that aren't fed up with politics, I see a lot of people that are fed up with the Republican Party, some of them even Republicans. I'm joking about that. I do. I see. I, even, I saw a cat turd. He's big on Twitter. Pretty funny what, what makes it big these days, right? Maybe I could be dog turd. He could be cat turd. I'll be dog turd. This is the level of intellect that we're dealing with these days. I'm sitting here quoting cat turd. That just speaks to the whole lunacy of it right there, of everything that we're talking about. I'm going to actually quote Cat Turd. Forget about it. <laughs> i got to talk about something else. I'm not kidding. That just I just walked myself right into that corner by accident. Not even in the notes here. What was he saying? He said he was done with the Republican Party. Ugh. Cat Turd. Speaking for the masses. It's the whole world is a big cat turd. The whole country has turned into a big cat turd. A big cat turd sandwich. Every day is just another bite. I'm sorry. Was, was that not optimistic enough? People are fed up, but this is different uh, because they didn't show up for the election. Why not? What's it telling you? It's telling you that people are done with the Republican Party, done with the elections, done with politics. I said to my wife after the elections here in Pennsylvania, this is just foolish, this whole election process here in Pennsylvania. 
We just went through it again. And I just laugh. It's all the, the mail-in ballots. How are you supposed to have any confidence in this? When you, you, this story pops up of votes being reversed up in uh, Northampton County, just above Bucks County, two counties outside of the Philadelphia. Oh, it just was a little human error. Listen, forget about the conspiracy theories. I don't know if you've heard the story that, you know, out of Italy they changed the votes, and who knows? Forget about all that a second. Just take the story at face value. Literally as reported. Just a little human error. Is that how fragile our election system is? That just somebody in a, oopsie, they overturned an election. And then what do you do about it after the fact? Does anybody go back and check or undo it? <laughs> what a cluster you know what. How do you have any confidence in the elections? Now, take that story. That was with ballots where people were going and voting, and somehow they discovered, Ooh, these are being flipped. How do you know that with the mail-in ballots, what's going on? Nobody ever even sees them. I know what I saw uh, here in our district, um, in our county. The, the Republicans fought. They fought hard. There's no, there's no Republican fight here. They're all in the same. It's the uniparty like anywhere. Anyway, they, they put up this fight to stop these drop boxes. So the, they didn't get rid of them. <laughs> The Democrats agreed that they would be supervised at all times. Okay. Now, nobody's asking, you know, what is the cost of this to the taxpayers? The county's going to bear this this cost. They literally are paying people to stand there and watch these boxes as people come and drop off ballots. Now, what are they doing exactly? Well, the woman that I saw uh, was wearing a full face cover and didn't speak English. Not sure exactly what. She was going to do, ask me for ID. I wasn't voting there. You know, I just, I'm like, this is unbelievable. I wanted to ask her, excuse me, miss, wherever it is that you came from, how did they vote there? Did they throw these boxes on the ground there as well? And how was your government that you came here instead of staying there? I really don't know what to say. What do you do in a I said, I said to my wife, I said, you know what? This is ridiculous. This is what the point it's at. Why anybody would run as a Republican in this county, if you're running as a Republican in this county, you're not serious about winning. Bottom line, you may be running for other reasons. Get your name out there. I don't know. Stir the pot. Got to run somebody. You know, there's a million reasons I hear people do these things. I've seen it firsthand. Last minute. Oh, well, we'll go in as a write-in candidate just to, just to have somebody on the, on the ballot. Oh, that's 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 the effort that the Republican Party's well, you know, I mean, we, we ought to at least have somebody out there. It's just a waste of time. What you'd want to do, what difference does it make what party you're in? I saw uh, goofy uh, John Fetterman speaking about election failures, waving the, the, the Israel flag. Oh, I heard, Repo- I think it was probably Cat Turd. Yeah, oh, I'm starting to like this Fetterman. Hoo-hoo. Well, he's practically a Republican now. He's supporting Israel. Fantastic. We've come full circle indeed. We're now celebrating Fetterman. Remember when the mayor of New York City, he was practically a Republican. I spoke about it. Don't you remember during the election? Nobody remembers this stuff I do. They're like, oh, we love Adams. It's like practically a conservative mayor in New York now. Oh, yeah, it sure is. As he's being indicted for taking bribes from from Greece. What kind of Republican is that? Mm, Maybe there's something to be said there, right? Let's just add it up a second. You can't trust the media. What can you believe out of the media? You literally, 
I've t- I never really put this together in this fashion. I just realized you literally cannot trust the weather from the media. And now people say, well, it's just not possible to predict it accurately. And you know what I would say to you? It is entirely possible. Not all the time, of course. Anomalies happen. You know, wind patterns shift abruptly and things like that. But I get my weather directly from the uh, National Weather Service point data, which is 0.3 miles from my house where they're taking these measurements. And I monitor it very carefully. And they're within a few hours of accuracy. Now, they'll update that. So they'll give you like a week out. Now, they're not predicting it within hours accuracy a week out. That's not how it works. Things change. It's very fluid. So you look and say, oh, rain Wednesday. Well, you might want to make sure you check on Tuesday. Because just because this Wednesday it says rain next Wednesday doesn't mean that it might not move till Thursday. I know, this is complicated, right? (laughs) My point is this. Perfectly possible to predict the weather with highly reliable accuracy, done every day all over the country, but yet somehow the media, they can't get their act together to report it properly. And the, the bottom line is you can't trust the media. They put out these polls. Oh, this it's just a mental game, probably psychologically far more damaging than uh, fentanyl and Facebook combined, as best I can tell, how much damage has been done by the media. You can't trust the media. You can't trust your doctor. You've got celebrities openly saying that. Not cat, I haven't heard it from Cat Turd yet, but I'm sure he'll pile on, no pun intended. I don't know if you heard this story. The district attorney in Baltimore was found guilty of falsifying records. I think found guilty. I'm pretty sure. Charged, found guilty. I'm not sure. It'll run through its process. Uh, But she's accused of lying to withdraw from her retirement savings. Wow. What's the saying? If you can't be trusted with little things, you shouldn't be trusted with big things. How much damage does a lying DA do? Hmm. They're all over the place. Elections in this country aren't free. I already went through all that. How do you have any confidence in it? I really don't intend to vote. I'm going to vote straight Democrat. Why wouldn't I? Why don't I hedge my bet at this point? I'm going to be like some kind of last holdout renegade down here, go down with the ship. The heck with that. I'll just move. Speech isn't free. I think that the uh, many of the liberal-minded people that they they just uh, have acquiesced. I hear it. Well. They control my retirement. Or they can blah, 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 blah. Who knows? Um, and then some are just clearly fooled, right? The media has done a great job of fooling people. and We're all getting fooled, so who knows where the real truth lies. Then you've got people calling themselves Republicans. I think they're still holding out hope that, you know, somehow we're going to go back to the way things were. That ain't happening. Never going to happen. You think justice is ever going to be restored? I have zero confidence. So where do you go to be heard? Where do you go to demand your rights be upheld? There's nobody to do it. Nobody to do it. A couple other stories I saw. Um, A woman, not sure where, attacked in her home by uh, three intruders. She was shot and killed, home alone with her baby. None to say that it was three black men attacked the home with a white mom, home with her baby. And that's not a hate crime. It's not even a story of interest. This kind of... um, gang-type violence against uh, whites and telling me race wasn't a factor? Was it purely demographic? Were they robbed purely because uh, they thought that they had you know money in the house, that that changes the story? 
Hmm, I don't know. But either way, security is a real concern, and people are feeling it. Did you hear about the four Los Angeles uh, sheriffs that committed suicide on the same day? Uh, that's an awful coincidence. A lot of coincidence in these planes going down and suicides and timing and just an awful lot there. Then I saw this story. I don't know if it's true. Apparently a shooting on a, on a highway in Alabama where masked men were shooting into cars. I don't know if that's true. I saw another video, somebody just arbitrarily seeming to slam on their brakes in the middle of a highway, causing an accident. I've predicted all this, all this, uh, what do they call it, um, anti, uh, you know, it's like, um, it's sabotage, really, and you're going to see it more and more, and this is the tactic that uh, groups like the Palestinians will use. It's a very uh, deep-seated evil um, a- a- attack, because... And you think, oh, you have this nice, you know, brown-skinned Arab person. No, we're very nice. Or maybe they give you a few dates. Right? They can be very, um, very nice, very uh, cordial. Um, and then, but then you come to find out that they're, you know, jamming rocks down your sewer vent pipe out front. And you go, what is this? And you, and you realize the mayhem that that's going to create in your life and the amount of work to fix it. Uh, I've witnessed it myself firsthand. I told you. Uh, someone of some kind of Arab uh, descent or Indian descent. I'm not even sure. And this is a big issue, too, because there's a big difference between the two groups. This was a Muslim group. I know that because they're coming out of a mosque. And one car stops on the middle of a busy road to allow all the Arabs to come out. Interesting, right? This guy, Civil disobedience. That's the word that I was looking for. Very, very used to it. How to create a problem without there appearing that they're creating a problem. Um, I don't know about these stories. Look at what's going on in our colleges. How do you uh, feel good about sending your child to a college in this country these days? It's crazy. Everybody that I see, the girls come back, uh, they get knocked up by a drug dealer. The guys come out, they're addicted to pills. My son was telling me some of the stories, taking Ritalin for tests, and there was like a pill for whatever day it was let alone the promiscuity and the things going on. And I was young once, too, so I understand how it works. Uh, I spent my early years a little differently, though. And uh, I just look at the product of what's coming out of these colleges and look at what's happening. Um, It's not good on any level, really. Uh, Colleges that have produced the military officers that we're seeing today, these are not like the leaders that I saw when I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, state of police in Pennsylvania removed the college application, uh, college degree requirement for the application. Applications went up 125%. I think it may be a lot better as well. Why do you need a college degree? Why do you need to go to a liberal college and have your mind polluted to become a cop? Makes no sense, really. Why is it that complicated? Public education in general. And I want to just talk to you about the net impact of all this. And I know I'm just, you know, kind of blah, blah, blah. The education system is producing bad results. Let me give you a, a little specific um, example. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe people are beginning to wake up. Maybe it's too late. You know, we didn't we didn't plant corn like we were supposed to. We planted this lying liberal monster. These colleges, all these different places, pushing lies, lies, lies. The only thing you can do now really is survive. All right. I want to. I, I say this to you about the colleges and universities, not planting corn, not investing in our legacy like we were supposed to be. 
And let me give you the net in, effect of this. In barely 30 years, um, Burger King apparently started taking credit cards, uh, I think it was the late 80s or, or uh, early 90s, something like that. It's like 30, 40 years ago. Burger King taking credit cards for the first time. Can you imagine? Kids today, they don't know the struggle. <clears throat> when you had to actually carry around cash with you. There was no Apple Pay. It was cash or no pay. Uh, you don't eat. Anyway, about 40 years ago, not that long ago, there was color TVs, color video. They have it all on video. They were taking these credit cards. And they had the news go out and ask people what they thought about this. As people were curious about this. The news was curious about how people were going to react to this rollout of this incredible convenience when you think about it. Or there's a little card. You have to carry on all that cash and worry about getting robbed. And then you just take this card. If you get stolen, just make a little phone call. We'll send you out a replacement. All your money's perfectly protected. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? Who pays for all that? money that gets stolen then you end up paying for it but they weren't going to tell you about that anyway here's the point i wanted to make the news camera goes down to burger king not exactly what you'd call an upscale eating establishment correct and they were interviewing people white people largely and they were dressed nicely many of them were in suits with a tie that's not really what the main point of it was, that they were dressed nicely or they looked what I found to be pleasing. It was in the way that they spoke. They were very articulate on this simple issue. Even a woman who appeared that she might likely be a stay-at-home mom, although I'm drawing just a conclusion based on superficial observation, so I don't really know. But either way, she beautifully articulated. She said, you know, I just can't imagine that, by the way, the, the orders at that time were like $2. That was another funny part of it. I wonder if anybody picked up on that, how much the, the value of our dollar has evaporated. They don't see it. But anyway, she was articulating this woman saying, you know, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to charge such a small purchase? And then, of course, and this is how the credit card companies got people hooked. They had the guy, oh, no, this is this is solid fiscal planning because I'm getting cash back. And he says, you know, if I eat here enough, maybe I can get a new truck. <laughs> How many of those cash back success stories do we hear about today as opposed to people who are buried in credit card debt? Why is it not even talked about being buried in credit card debt? People aren't getting buried in credit card debt anymore. I believe they are. There's one thing I could tell you. I'm glad I don't owe any money. I have a mortgage. That's it. I don't want I don't want any other bills. God willing, I'll keep it that way. Jeez. Hey, I can I'll be the first to tell you, you know, I wanted to re, I wanted to be at least semi-retired by the time I was 40, be completely debt-free by the time I was 40, and I was on a path to do that. Circumstances changed. Here I am, 52, about to be 53, and we owe a little bit of money still. But uh we're getting there. Point being, live within your means. I'm telling you, you'd be happier for it. That simple discipline. Anyway, back to the Burger King credit card story. I looked at this, these foolish white people, and you know, this would be great cannon fodder for a black comedian. And they went into Burger King and they asked these white folk, what do you think? Like, hmm, I don't think that I would be paying with a Burger King with a credit card. But the fact of the matter is, and it's kind of funny in that regard, guy sitting there in a tie at Burger King. 
but they really articulate all kinds of different answers on how they're afraid about privacy and tracking and the costs and, you know, is it convenient or is it a trick? They were skeptical. Clearly white supremacist nationalist Nazis. But look at now, if you were to go down and do that same thing today in any given Burger King, and, I'll, and listen, I'm not even going to get into the racial nonsense. It's not why I brought it up. I'd go back to the same doggone neighborhood or even pick a, a neighborhood with a, a matching demographic now as then, right? And I'm not even talking about going, whoa, the community, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, do it as best of an apples to apples comparison as we can find. Go to, you know, some articulate white neighborhood and start asking the goofy kids. First of all, you won't find them dressed the same. I guarantee you that. I wonder how much different hair colors you'd find today. But forget about all that as well. Do you think if you started asking a sampling from young to old? See, let's just ask this 25-year-old young lady. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it out. Here's what I would see. Miss, uh, you're 25 years old, same age as my son. What do, you, what do you think about this rollout of, you know, pay by? Let's do something more modern. We're gonna, what do you think about this micro trip rollout? You just get a little tattoo on, in, on behind your thumb there. It's a QR code, and boom, you don't have to carry anything. What do you, Miss, what would you have to say? Well, I don't know. I guess if it's easier, <laughs> if everybody else, this is what you would get, I guarantee you. You might get somebody say Free Palestine. Um, you ever seen like uh, Jesse Waters? They go around. Who's the first president of the United States? <laughs> um, Bill Gates. <laughs> and you get these goofy answers, or you get well, my truth. Right? It's unbelievable. So, if you don't think that our schools and our colleges and our education systems are failing badly, then I highly suggest you go watch that video and you compare that to what you see going on today. To say that people are being dumbed down, you're 30 years too late to the party. It's done. The average American is a rock-stupid moron. And I say that as optimistically as I can. They're getting elected. Um, <clears throat> what did I see? Transgender representative somewhere. When, what are you going to do when um, your little Johnny goes to first grade? And uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is teaching him. Hmm? And you got to call this dude Mrs. Smith. Oh, and you better be nice about it because he's going to be spending all day with your little Johnny. I don't know, man. I couldn't do it. If my daughter was going to school and it walked in there and there was some dude with a wig on, I'd be like, oh, hell no. Absolutely not. What are you going to do to stop that right now? And if you're a young parent, you're like, I don't have the money for a private school. Nuts when you think about it. We have created a giant, lying, liberal monster. The tranny stuff's not going away. It can't. People aren't going to be undumbed. How's that going to happen like that? You're going to create this, this more and more two societies and more and more conflict is what I see. I think the time for politics is over. I hope Trump wins. I know there's this big secret plan to, you know, that's supposedly in motion, that he's the real president. And I, I, I don't know. I, I'd love to believe it all. Uh, I really would. And I, I hope it works out. I'll be as amazed as anybody. But I don't think so. Look at what's going on with the money. 
I talked about this last week. The Treasury was going to be unloading a you know bunch of debt. They're having trouble selling it. So what what does all this mean in terms of uh, optimistic or politics or not? Um, we're going into a dark time is the bottom line, generally speaking, which is going to mean less opportunity. Things are going to be a little bit more difficult. But that doesn't mean that it's not navigable. The bottom line for me and the reason I named this show um, – I'm done with politics. I, I need something more intelligent to discuss. There's my optimism for you. I've been enjoying talking about security, um, especially as I see what's happening to Jewish people around the country. And by the way, if that's not an indication of how ugly things have gotten inside our colleges, look at how they're treating Jewish people. How, how do you possibly witness this going on in this country, let alone not see that there's a big problem? Anyway, for some reason, I guess because of my uh, Marine Corps experience, and you know, I think what happens with time, it's like anything. Well, I guess it could go both ways. But as a veteran, right, either you get buried in the sorrows of your military, whatever, failures or disappointments, and that happens. Um, or, um, you know, you, you, you heal beyond it. You move, you move beyond it. You grow beyond it. And um, I think a lot of things are like that. In the case of this is politics, and um, I saw, for example, uh, I don't know if Trump said or somebody was saying Trump said, but uh, he hoped in his first term that he could use his, his shrewd negotiating to make some better deals for this country. But this time he's going to come back fighting. And that's why I'm going to vote for him. I hope it works. That's what needs to happen, like a solid throat punch followed by a gut punch, maybe not in that order. That these liberals, you know, they tell them, no, get out. All, get out. We're going to put an end to this. Somebody's going to have to put their foot down at some point. But anyway, I need something more intelligent to discuss. The security angle is definitely something I want to include more of. The survival, homesteading, outdoors. You know, I subscribed to Backwoods Magazine. I, saw, I found this, My Green Notebook. I actually ordered the book. Uh, this author has a ex- expertise in ancient Stoic philosophy in its relationship with modern psychology, especially cognitive behavioral therapy and emotional resilience training. Book like, books like this build on an ancient tradition that goes back to Greece and Rome. Many people are unaware that the most famous Stoic teacher of all, Epictetus, wrote nothing. His words were transcribed and edited by a senior Roman general called Arian of Nicomedia, who served as the military governor of Cappadocia, modern-day Turkey. Interesting as well as being an avid student of uh, Stoic psychology and highly accomplished Rowan statesman, Arian was a prolific writer and expert on cavalry training and tactics. I find all this to be very interesting. Um, one of the uh, books that I have outlined, you know, I've written over 20 books, many, most of them not published, and I'm hoping to change that coming up too. I'll keep you posted on that. I'm going to put them out there in a different way. We have the technology to do it. And uh, I think it's high time to do it, actually. But uh, one of those books is um, The Warrior in the Garden. And I could go into this this whole um, stoic mindset and what it means to be a, a, a defender and a builder. And I think that it would do well to have these conversations in our country right now for people to um, realize that it's important that we have both for our society. Uh, the, the Obama apologetics 
did a lot of damage. We, 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 we haven't always gotten it right. We, we got a lot to do. That, that's not how visionaries speak, right? That's not how we forge a path to greatness. That 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 those Obama speeches forges to a path to cat turd. That's exactly where we ended up. With that, God willing, I'll be back in two days, Wednesday. I'll see you there. Make it a great day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.